hey, hey, so just documenting this more so for me than for the collective. A lot of you know, this is kind of like my journaling project, Musings of a Divine Feminine. And I just, re you know, record my reactions. But if I'm honest, I kind of just feel in my gut like one of my fears is just getting to a point where I disconnect because I think I'm capable of it. Where I just become so disconnected from even things like I think the plight of the black community and black women in particular. Um, and maybe when I get a little bit more time, because we're just in the middle of a week and we are going into Thanksgiving. And then, um, but I think even next weekend, I'm hoping I have a little bit more time. But I, it's something I want to unpack because... <clears throat> Sometimes, and I've done this, I have done this, but I will throw stones at other people who seem to be disconnected from what's really going on down here in the trenches, right? And I want to tell you, you know, because I think that there can be two realities, right? There's the reality of the people who are homeless, you know, right here in Southern California, it's all over the news and through Sacramento, North Northern California, right? Sacramento, San, San Francisco, that that's a reality. As I'm laying here, right, in this house with a huge backyard, got the heater running in a very soft, plush, plush, comfortable bed, you know, um, food in my tummy and happy, you know, um, I am single, but I don't have anything against people that are happily married or had happy union with, with a significant other. I toyed with the idea. Um, I don't, trust me, I tried, I tried. I wanted those five kids and those, you know, and, and my handsome husband, and type of thing, and I, I did cook for my exes and stuff, and just just a little, not too much, don't worry y'all, I wasn't like doing too many wifely duties per se, but I enjoyed cooking for them and watching how they enjoyed the food and that type of thing for myself, right, um, and, and yeah, I wanted those five kids. I, and there's, there's some conversations like, you know, maybe, maybe I should have one child just for me. But like I've said before, um, I know what it's like to have a father in the home. I don't know if I can deal with, it's, it's a risk. And I, I would understand like if I, let's say I, y'all don't be mad at me, but let's say I decide to have a child, right? Um, if my child was angry with me for not having a father in the home, I would accept it. I would just have to just, um, I would, I would understand. I wouldn't try to guilt trip them or anything because I know what it's like to have a father in the home. And I know the studies that show that, but, um, yeah, there's conversations about like, you know, have the have the kid. I don't know. I would enjoy being a mother, but um, and 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 at a point where I I don't need the, you know I wouldn't have to be 
barefoot and pregnant at the asking for child support or like harassing someone ideally it would be nice if they were you know involved in their child's life and type of thing but I'm not willing to put myself in a situation where you're gonna toe tag me for child support like it's not that serious um type of a thing but but um It could be easy for me to just be like, you know what, this is really stressful. It's really taking a toll on me. You know, I do feel connected to the collective. And every time one of us loses a life, whether it's a child, whether it's a man or a woman, too, you know, um, it does affect me. I think a little bit of it is my personality. But... What if I get to a lifestyle where it's like I'm literally out jet skiing, swimming with the dolphins, you know, um, going to different museums and paints, painting and wearing the designer that I want to and driving what I want to. And and you hear me coming on here and still podcasting and talking about stuff from that level, you know, the the this part of me is thinking on that part of me and i would understand if you were upset that i chose to disconnect and why i would say certain things and kind of turn into kanye where i'm like slavery was a choice and now y'all would be like that who does she think she is we were listening to her podcast when you know she was going through the pandemic with the rest of us and you know all that stuff and she said she wasn't going to have a child and now she has a son or a daughter and she's out there and just because she has money, da 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 you know, type of a thing. And now I'm out here just making reckless comments. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um... But I do think about that, you know, because I think about if I'm honest and I'm going to upload this, even though it's a little quirky, I feel like um, it is a fear. So I think maybe if and when I feel myself starting to get that way, um, I just need to find ways to stay grounded. Um, But I do have a fear of just becoming disconnected of what what because and this is what what um I'm going to close out with this there can be two realities right there can be two realities I'm living a reality now where I'm you know poverty doesn't mean anything to me paycheck the paycheck doesn't mean anything to me um homelessness in the sense of that's not my reality and so the more income I make, the more removed from that. Like it's, I can go for several days at a time. Um, literally, like, I mean, even like within the last week, I, I've i seen one person that was kind of like bummy, but I don't come across homeless people, you know? Um, when, when I'm driving through the neighborhoods and on the freeways, I'm passing the Bentleys, the... 
Porsche Panameras, the BMWs, the um, Alfa Romeros, the Lamborghinis, you know, if anything, I'm, 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 you know, very low middle class compared to the environment that I'm, you know, drive by mansions, golf courses, um, one of the people she just, I've been talking to her for a while. She makes, she used to make like a million dollars a year in, in her, at her job, <laughs> you know, cause we were just, we were having a good chat about like how sometimes you're around people and they kind of act like they're in high school and they feel like your opinion of them, their opinion of you really matters. And she's like, do they know who I am? And I was like, what? And she's really nice. You would never know. And you know what? That's so funny. I'm saying that. Maybe right here, you caught it live in real life. I was talking about my fear of disconnecting from my community, even though I'm, you know, on a trajectory to make more. And right there is my answer. Because um, I've been talking to, to her, you know, we start to make like new friends and acquaintances and she's really nice. You would never know. Um, not, you know, not per se, like she, she dresses nice, but she doesn't dress like a millionaire. So, you know, not to the extreme where she's like Warren Buffett, you know, wearing the same thing for 30 years. And, and granted, that's a man. I remember when they were like, well, Warren Buffett wears the same t-shirt and Zuckerberg. I'm like, for one, those are men, <laughs> right? For one, that those are men. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, <clears throat> but but um, she she dresses nice, but you, you know, doesn't wear labels or design or anything or that type of stuff. But she's really sweet and she's always been so nice to me and always relatable. And even now as I'm thinking about it, wow, you guys, this is kind of cool. But she's like, yeah, she's like, because um, sometimes the, the groups where we're around, sometimes they they kind of show their fangs, like they're kind of mean. Sometimes they're mean spirited or low vibrational. And so I was telling her, I'm like, you're a high vibrational person. So that's why when they get around you, they, they just try to leech off of your energy. And sometimes that means they have to bring you down, you know, and because you're nice, you're not going to be an a-hole to them. And I know it affects her because I've seen them try to gaslight her while I'm there. And we are whole grown, entire whole grown people, y'all. We are whole entire grown a people. And when I tell you it takes me back to high school, sometimes a lot of this stuff it's really weird. Like, it really, you know, um, they will try to say something that's supposed to be a hit. And one time yesterday, was it yesterday, day before yesterday, I was there talking to her and um, one of them came over. And so she told her something that was like really obnoxious and the look on my face. And so I was just like a you know, and then I know, but I am a little bit of an innocent, pure spirit, a, a little bit, just a little, <laughs> you know, and um, I remember one of my bosses, he used to make fun of me because he's like, every time in, we're in the meetings, he's like, you do not have a poker face. You show your expressions on your face. So I, my face reacted and she, the person who made the obnoxious comment about the other person, she kind of just like caught herself and then she's like, um, she's like, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But the way that the other person took it, she just kind of like brushed it off and she showed that person grace. And I, and that, that stuff has to hurt. And then like 10 minutes later, we were in another place and another person 
came and made something. Uh, I don't want to give away too much, but kind of made a comment too. Same thing. And she's just kind of like brushing it off. And I'm like, oh my God, these people are straight up just bullies. And, you know, like I said, you never know. This person is like multi-million, million dollar a year in sales, right? Whatever it is that she that she does. <laughs> and, and it's funny because all of, I've been talking to her for like months, right? Never, never talked about that type of thing, right? So, but she's still a genuine person. And I think that <laughs> I can close that. that that's really cool, you guys. Because I, I came on here, I was just like, I don't know. I feel like I might just lose touch with reality. I don't want to become a rich person, a richer person, a richer person, right? Because right now it's comfortable. Like I said, I, I I'll see a homeless person like maybe once every, you know, like once a week. But I know that's not reality, right? And I I do feel conflicted about it because... It feels like I should be able to um, still be able to relate, I think. And um, sometimes I know I probably could come across a little snobby. And so I think that's why I'm thinking like even on another level, it could be kind of where I just don't see eye to eye because even when you think about the percentages right if you're talking about moving up into the five, top five percent um and it's like the next comment i was about to say was gonna kind of even just show how i can feel that fear of not being able to connect i was just gonna say it's not that hard to be in the top five percent because you know to be in the top five percent i think you needed was this something like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in a net worth and so if you bought a home um that counts towards your net worth or something like that and most houses out here in California easily going for five six seven you know you can get condos for five five hundred so if or like closer to six but um yeah five but um But it took a while for me to get there, right? And I don't want to discredit just because I'm finally there. It's even things like when you talk about with trading, you know, um, but I really enjoyed I, I mentioned that one guy I was listening to, he does trading and he talked about how he made $1.7 million in uh, 400 days, but um, it was a little clickbait, clickbait ish, but, um, he did start off talking about how it took him 17 years to get there. Right. So I don't know. I just have to figure out what all, what all of that means, but y'all please don't come for me in 2023. If I started kind of just feel disconnected, um, Because I, I, I want to remember, and I'm going to title this for myself. I'm going to title this podcast for myself. There can be two realities, right? And 
I want to be aware that, yes, even though I am, you know, living a, a lifestyle that I still need to be um, empathetic to that there's other people from different diverse backgrounds and try to just have the conversations too because you never I'm learning more and more to just hear people out for their situation and even even like when uh I talk to them I may never fully be able to understand why they say certain things or believe certain things you know um And, you know, there there was another conversation we were having, like, uh, that, that kind of highlights this point, too. But, um, yeah, I won't share that one. But, but you start to understand, like, you can take something so simple and then it's like it's so easy. It makes sense to me. Why wouldn't you, you know, do this or that? And then you hear that a person and you're like, oh, my gosh, that is also true, you know? Um, so yeah, let me get off. I'm going to title this there. Um, there can be two realities and I don't want to lose my, 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 you know, lose touch in my connectivity, I think with the black community, but, but there is a temptation to kind of just turn my back on that whole thing. And like I said, my, my greatest fear too, is just making sure that I'm not alienating, you know, like black women, because I want them to be happy. Now, for me, happy at my life stage, I've already, and I put this in my bio, I've already tried, you know, the five kids and the and the husband thing. I've, you know, at this life stage, you know, happiness for me um, means something different. But, um, and so I wouldn't want to, I've talked about this before, for younger people that do want to get married, yeah, you're going to have to figure out what all of that means, right? But I want you to be happy. I've said it, but I don't think it really... I want you to be happy, right? And for those of you who are in a... really, I did say, I remember I did say in another podcast, I'm like, freedom to me, I'm driving in my car, or listening to my music, and I feel bad for that woman that, you know, has to go home and take care of her husband and kids and stuff. And you know what? That was probably a little bit irresponsible of me because I don't, I'm looking at it as, you know what? I've tried it and this is what freedom looks like to me. She could be free, right? That's what she wants to do. That's, that's what brings her happiness. So I'm projecting what happiness looks like to me. And that's why I say that I do have a little bit of fear of what happiness means because happiness for me then is going to mean I'm really going to be even more like I said, like I see myself doing more paintings and designer would, will mean happiness to me at that point. And so then it's like me trying to push that on to all of you all. And, and then it's kind of like, no, that that's where you're at, you know. Um, And then over time, I will evolve into like the lady that I was talking about earlier, where it's like, I don't even have to wear designer. Just happiness to her is just we're both in a carefree space, but, and she's married. So, um, it's, it's a white lady, but, um, so, so yeah, I'm just learning to be more responsible with my, how I talk to, I don't want to, 
I think that part of the fear is that I'm going to be projecting like happiness means being signal, sync signal, single. No, happiness can mean figure out what your happy means and then meet me at those crossroads. And that means if you're happily married and you have your kids, then by all means. But at the same time, uh, and, and there it is, it's like, I just want to make sure I, I, I'm aware that there are people that are not in happy unions or unhappily single. Um, and part of musings of a divine feminine is figuring out how to get to happy and how to get to carefree. And this is my version, you know. All right, y'all. Bye.